Like many of us, I spent much of March and April despairing that virtual galas were not the answer. I just couldn't figure out how you would execute them, how you'd produce them, how you would have them live up to those events that we hold at Cipriani Wall Street in the Hammerstein Ballroom, in the Plaza, in 563 Park. How do you echo or capture that razzle-dazzle on Zoom? But then in May, I was asked to help out with the Civilians Theater Benefit Gala. And I met Jason Thompson. Jason Thompson and his wife, Caitlin, are husband and wife projection designers living in Los Angeles. Together, they share over 20 years of industry experience covering a wide variety of industries with their craft, including theater, opera, dance, museums, theme parks, corporate, and interactive environments. And so he was ready to put that razzle-dazzle into a virtual event. He ended up co-producing it. And through his experience, the software platforms he leveraged, what we were able to do for that Civilians Gala, it's now a week later, and I'm still feeling a high from it. It's something I think we can build on. So... The following conversation is an exploration of how he was able to pull it off. Thank you so much for listening. Music as always by Matthias DeWild, and we will get through this together. Jason Thompson of PXT Studio, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, CK. So the reason I wanted to have you on today was because you were, is the term producer for what you did for last week's virtual civilians gala? I, I mean, I think in this context, yes, I think that we, we helped produce the, the live stream aspects of it as well as the video content. And can you just walk us through the process of how that came together, starting with the phone call you got from Executive Director Steve Cosson? Well, I've known Steve Cosson for um, uh, a long time now. I've, did, I've designed uh, projections, uh, video and projections for a couple of his shows, uh, This Beautiful City and uh, another project, uh, The Great Immensity. Um, and so over the years, whenever he's had like a technical video question or something like that, sometimes he'd reach out uh, and I'd, I'd give him advice. And, um, and he came to me with um, the, the idea that he wanted to produce a, uh, a virtual benefit uh, because we're all staying at home right now uh, for their spring concert. Uh, they normally do a, a live fundraiser, but he wanted to sort of take it online this year and uh, instead of canceling it, um, and he asked if, um, and he asked if, if, if I knew how to do it and, and if I'd be interested in helping out. And, uh, and of course I, you know, jumped at the opportunity. I thought it would be, I thought it would be great for us because, um, we, you know, we've been thinking about pivoting, uh, what we do, um, uh, what we typically do, uh, through our company PXC studio. And so this is a sort of the perfect project to, 
to really sort of be able to focus on. Well, let's give the listeners a little bit of background. Can you tell us the projects that PXT Studio had been focused on primarily for the last 15 or so years? Yeah, my background is as a, um, as a lighting and projection designer for, for live entertainment. Um, uh, we do a lot of theater and dance and opera uh, all over the world. We also work on uh, museum projects and architecture, um, anything that has a, a live component to it. Um, uh, we also, um, uh, in addition to that, we also, uh, work on, you know, some, some sort of high profile corporate events as well. Um, but we, we do everything, uh, from designing the content, uh, all the way through implementation and execution of a project, including all of the, the technology and system design that's in, that's involved with that. So, we're, um, you know, we're a big fan of, uh, of utilizing new technology to help us tell stories. And so when Steve's call came in and said, hey, can you have us help us do this, produce it, what, what steps did you take? Can you take us through that process? Yeah, we've, we've done a little bit of, of live streaming um, as part of the, some of the corporate work that we've done in the past. And so we were familiar with that aspect of it. Um, uh, but for this particular project, um, uh, we immediately started to research, uh, solutions, uh, software solutions that could help us, um, that could help us, uh, not only make this project a big success, but also, uh, you know, we only had about a week of production to, uh, of production time to be able to turn it around. Um, and so, uh, one of the things that we found was, uh, um, a software uh, broadcast solution called vMix. Um, and that was kind of the foundation for um, the foundation for the, the, the content for the event. We were able to, to program the entire show within the, it's like a broadcast switching software um, uh, to do the event. Uh, and in addition to that, we also um, uh, we used a, a platform called frame.io and um, that allowed us to basically upload all of the videos that we were producing and send uh, review links to Steve. And so then he could go through and, and make commentary on the, the video, the video uh, products that we were making. Um, and, and the fun thing about that platform is that it syncs up with our editing software. And so when we get hit all of his comments back, we just turn on the sync timeline button and then all of his all of his comments, you know, they, they, they line up right with our editing software. So it made, it made things easy to turn around and it, and it, it had all of our, uh, all of the review comments were all in one place instead of getting, you know, 30 emails. So that was really great too. That really helps with a back end workflow when you only have a week to turn it around. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. And we're, we're completely converted and, and I, all of our future products projects are, are going to be, uh, utilizing uh, frame frame IO huge fan of it. So when you started to learn about this technology, uh, frame vMix, what did you see as the scope of what you could pull off? Well, I mean, we saw the, you know, uh, so one of the things that we specialize in, I think, is is looking at looking at technology in 
in, in new ways and oftentimes unintended uses for that technology. Um, for example, uh, we did a, um, we did a mobile opera that took place in cars and we needed a way to sort of stream because, you know, a car can only fit, uh, you know, four people in it. Um, we needed a way to sort of make that content more widely available. And so we use cell phones and the live stream platform to be able to sort of create a, an end to end video, uh, video link between that, between that car that was driving around Los Angeles and a central hub location where there were, there were 24 of these scenes and car rides happening all over the city. And so we kind of used it in a way that was unintended uh, for that product, but we were able to sort of, um, you know, uh, achieve something, you know, achieve a great success for, for our project. Um, and so for, for this, when, you know, when we started to research and, and, you know, and look at a software platform like VMix, we're like, okay, here's what it was created for, but how can we take it even further? How can we start to take VMix and, and combine it with, um, you know, the media servers and VJ software and webinar platforms, you know, these are other things to sort of, you know, to, to kind of supercharge it and to be able to, uh, give our clients more features and, you know, things that, you know, a, a singular software can't do on its own. And you talked about the venues for that Prague production where you were ended up being in cars. I'm so curious, do you think that these virtual platforms are actually the new venues I mean, they, they certainly, they certainly are right now. I, I think that, you know, I think that we can, I think that we can create unique and dynamic event spaces online and we can, we can curate them to uh, the events and, uh, and to our clients to make them uh, sort of, you know, you unique spaces. And I think that the, I think that the things that we experience now and the the things that we learn now, I think that we're going to be able to continue on with that uh, in the future as, you know, as we're able to gather again in mass, I think that these techniques and, and, um, uh, and, and technology that we're using, I think that it'll, it'll help us, you know, reach an even greater audience in the future. So I'm really excited about it. It's a, you know, it's been a, it's been a great discovery so far. What are some of the limitations that you came across that you hope that perhaps in the future they find fixes for? Hmm. Um, I think that the, um, I think right now the limitations are that the, you know, the, the technology is still young and it's, and it's, it's changing a lot. And so we were able to overcome you know, the limitations of the software just by, um, you know, just by, by testing it and going through the show and, and we were, you know, like, you know, little glitches that came up, we were able to sort of, you know, compensate for in other ways and, and sort of program around the, um, you know, some of the, the failings of the, of the, of the software product. But, um, um, but the exciting thing is that, you know, uh, you know, all of these, all of these platforms and software, they're adapting as we use them. 
And so they see how people are using them and they, they, you know, they're, they're molding it to, to, to what we're, what we're using it to do. In an ideal virtual world where you are producing one of these events, how much lead time do you think that you would need to make it exactly how you want it to look, sound and feel? Um, I mean, we were kind of, uh, we were kind of a range of timelines for the the projects that we work on. Um, but I think, I think for this type of an event, I think that, you know, uh, having, having three or four weeks, it, you know, certainly, certainly would make it, um, you know, a little bit easier and a little bit, you know, then there's more time to sort of, to, you know, to, to really make it as dynamic as possible. Um, but we're also used to working under, uh, high pressure situations. And so, um, you know, I think, I think in the case of the civilian spring benefit concert, um, uh, you know, I was really happy how it turned out. And, and I, I, you know, I, I don't know how much more we could have put into it, uh, you know, given, given more time. And that was actually my follow-up question. Are there any aspects or elements that you would have loved to have seen integrated into the civilian spring benefit? In hindsight or um, you know, thinking back, uh, if you could do it over again uh, with unlimited time and resources, um, where, where else do you think you could have taken that, that 90 minutes of programming? Well, I think, I think right now, I think we're, we're starting to see, um, the level of production rise, especially with these, you know, online benefits and, and, and online events that are happening now where, where people are actually taking more time to sort of send, uh, performers kits, uh, you know, lighting kits and, you know, and maybe even, um, uh, uh, the camera that they use to be able to record what's happening, you know, things like that to, to create a more homogenous experience, um, across the event. Um, I think that we relied heavily on what everyone happened to have access to at the time, especially under the, under the short time constraints. Um, although I I will say of all of the events that I've seen, I, I still haven't seen an event that had, um, live hosts as being part of it. Uh, and, um, and so I was really proud, uh, that, that we were able to incorporate, um, you know, live speakers and live performances, uh, as part of our benefit in addition to the pre-recorded content. It had a very TV studio feel to it in terms of what you would expect from live programming on a national network. And the fact that you were able to execute that from your home in Los Angeles, working with live performers across the US, I thought was just so impressive and so heartening and gave me optimism for my clients going forward in terms of what they will be able to accomplish for galas. Yeah, we spent a lot of time looking to see what everybody else was doing. Um, uh, you know, specifically, um, you know, uh, you know, I looked at the, you know, like the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon and I was like, right, 
we can completely customize this experience to the, the, the event that's happening. You know, it can be something that it doesn't have to look like a Zoom meeting. It can be a completely customized experience and, and it could look like a, like, a, like a produced broadcast and everything can, uh, you know, all of the graphics and even the layouts can be completely customized. Um, and so, and I was, you know, and, and, and that kind of led our, you know, led the way and, and, you know, going down that path. And, and I think that, you know, and I think the more that, the more that we're able to do it, and certainly the more time, uh, that's there to work on these projects, we'll be able to even do more and more of that. You know, it should, it should feel like this really well-produced, well-polished event, even though we're, uh, under unique circumstances. I thought that our event came across as very well polished, and I, I just was so impressed. Are there any last thoughts or suggestions or words of encouragement that you would give to my clients out there who are just terrified or despairing at the prospect of perhaps having to hold a virtual gala this summer, next fall, or even, you know, I I hope it doesn't come to pass, but in 2021. Yeah, I would would say this. I would say that, you know, we work, uh, especially now, we work with a variety of clientele and a variety of budgets because we know that people need help to produce digital content right now, especially, uh, you know, content that, that exists online in a virtual space. Um, you know, we, we think of ourselves as, as artists who love and embrace new technology. And, uh, and we also say that, you know, we worry about that technology and, and, and the foundation of, of, uh, of the system and, and, and all of that, all of that technical stuff, we worry about that. So our clients don't have to, you know, our, um, you know, the people that come to us know that, um, and this was, this was something that Steve kindly said as well, is that he knew that once we were on the project, he knew that it would work. And, and that's, that's really what we try to, you know, we try to deliver that peace of mind, uh, to the clients that we, that we work with. And so, you know, we take great pride in, in making sure that, that these events, you know, you know, go off without a hitch. I can't think of a better or more confident note to end on. Jason Thompson of PXT Studio, thank you so much for sharing a bit about your process and how you were able to pull off that Civilians Gala in just a week's time. And I hope that you and I get to work together um, in many more instances in the coming weeks, months, and years. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, CK. You know, I, I really I had such a great time working with you, and and uh, you know, I can't wait until we can do the next one. Well, until then, be well, and hopefully, talk soon. Great, talk to you soon.